0: Are ready, kids? I, I, Captain. I can't hit. <laughs>
1: It's time to set sail on another episode of Unconstitutional Awakening, the podcast. I'm your host, Jim Bob Shorts. and tonight we've got some historical type stuff coming up. We're bringing back our friend Lyman Bishop, and he's here to make a pretty large announcement about some plans he has for the, not only the future of Montana, but his future and probably the future of a lot of other freedom-loving Americans here in this country maybe even from Canada and more who knows Lyman's a real cool guy. I'm not sure if you're familiar with him, but he owns Hoplite armor. Um, and he's been here on the show a few times already and he's big in the Liberty movement, man. He's, he's a guy that has big aspirations and someone I respect a whole lot because, you know, this, this guy is cut and dry and is very to the point on the things that he's trying to do and believe in. And, You know, I I hate to use the big, scary anarchist word, but, you know, I've kind of said that in a way, I think Lyman's kind of a closeted anarchist, you know, but I mean, at the same time, he, he truly understands what it means to be, you know, a person that's just trying to live their life without government tyranny and that in itself is inspirational. So I know that tonight's going to be a really great show, and I'm looking forward to everything that Lyman has to say and you know the things that he's going to lay out for us, and hopefully this will give us an idea of maybe a brighter tomorrow. I'm excited, that's to say the least. But you know that anything we bring up tonight or anything that Lyman's got going on that he references, we're going to have linked right back over there at everybody's, most favorite web page on the internet right now, which is, of course, unconstitutionalawakening.com. You're home for everything Unconstitutional Awakening. So, you know, you guys can hop on over there and check out everything we got going on from podcasts to, you know, tips on being an urban gardener to things to make you think and so so much more there's also links to get back to all your favorite hosts and where they're hanging out at social media as well as links to get back to everywhere you can check us out at like over there at rumble odyssey and bit shoot i see you guys and i see all those new followers popping up and leaving comments and stuff man that's why i'm trying to interact with you folks you guys are awesome and then over there all the folks that are tuning in to listen to us across the globe on all of these audio streaming apps man i see new followers every single day and i thank you guys for hitting that follow button and anybody else is sitting here that hasn't hit it yet y'all don't mind reach on down there and hit that follow button man it uh, it makes a difference in our heart you know we we love seeing it and we love seeing that you guys care about the things we're saying that's what keeps us going while you're also on the website you can make sure you can check out some of the episodes past because we've got a player right there on the website as well as a link to link to go get you some of that sweet unconstitutional awakening the podcast merch man we've got all kinds of good stuff over there you hop on over there and just find something that fits you or not you're not being detained but it would be appreciated for sure around here to help keep the show going just like you can also check out our friends in liberty kirk elliott peachy key creations ammo can survival and brett pike with homeschools connected and classical all four of those are people that are doing fantabulous things outside the system to offer alternatives to the garbage that we're all being force-fed today so you guys go check them out to see if they can uh, you know fit your needs ammo cans working on some cool new stuff too he's been sending me some pictures so i'm looking forward to that and you know we've also got that new partnership thing going on with jason Kristoff where he's uh you know, giving you guys the ability to sign up for his self-sabotage, you know, saving yourself from self-sabotage program. There's a link for that in this episode as well, as well as links for all of, you know, these these great friends of Liberty as ours, the merch store. And there'll be links to get back to Lyman and support him because he's going to need all the support he can get in his run for governor up there in Montana. So you guys, I'm really looking forward to this episode. I personally think this is going to be one of our most historical episodes. And, you know, I got to be happy to say that you heard it here first. So I guess it's time to just dive on into this mess. Let's get it going. All right, everybody. So this evening with me, of course, like I said, I've got Mr. Lyman Bishop joining us, and Stephen, our friend that's been on here a few times, is joining us tonight, and Bandit's with me, so this is I think this is going to be a fantabulous episode. So, uh, Lyman, you know, how how's things been? How you doing?
2: Life's good. Snow came early, so that was maybe put a little bit of a slowdown on some of the work we were doing on the outside of the house. Yeah, we ended up finishing the roof with snow coming and going. That was actually kind of a rough deal, but... Managed just pulled through that. So, can't complain.
1: It's good you got that done before the snow for sure. I, I mean, we, we,
2: it was kind of during.
1: <sighs> we, uh, we get a rainy season down here in the southeast. So, when while y'all are all getting snow, it's just a lot of rain going on out here. And
3: I'm supposed I, to get a week of rain. Rain.
1: <laughs> yep. I'm already getting it.
3: <laughs> yep.
1: I've it's been, been raining.
3: Up. It's been raining all day today.
1: Steven, how you been, bud? I'm
0: take the snow over the I, rain, man. I'm good, Dude, man. And I'm, I'm blessed to be as
1: awake as I am, so I'll take it. Good, good. My, and my apologies for the interruption there, Bandit. I didn't mean to cut everybody off. Bandit Lemon.
3: Oh, no, 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 no. You're Bandit. good. All good, all good.
1: Bandit, how are you tonight, bud?
3: I'm good. Sorry. I'm good. I got all my computer issues sorted out
1: code uh, plus you're actually yeah. nice and clear tonight so i'm good to i'm glad we're starting the evening off with you nice and clear instead of having to fight with your with your sound Stephen. there's gonna be a couple episodes coming up you're gonna have complaints i'm just letting you know
0: no i hey i don't i try not to i try not to complain too much but i'm sure you're aware far quicker than i can i can tell you on most of them so
1: but i'm just giving you a hard time man you know you, I, <laughs> you know, the folks out there listening and stuff look steven steve me and steven conversate a lot man he's a i think he's a real good dude and that's why i keep bringing him back on the show he's got a really amazing point of view i think that aligns with the rest of the pirates here on this group and just like Lyman, and kind of like when me and him were talking about getting him back over here on the show he was he was talking about some big plans he's got going on and i you know that's the, Kind of part, part of the reason we invited him on, but we'll probably get to that here in a little while. You know, I, I kind of wanted to jump back over there. You you seem like you were wanting to talk about the, the snow over the rain a little bit there.
2: No, hell, you know, there's better things to talk about than the weather. Um, <laughs> and there's all kinds of stuff going on in the body armor world. So I've been telling people when I think I mentioned to you guys something about the lightweight level four plates I was putting together specifically to defeat the new army 6.8 ap round which was designed to defeat level 4 armor right so yeah. um, you gotta stay ahead of the uh, disease so to speak you know have the cure on hand so and with
1: with your design and i gotta ask do you do you try to design your all of your stuff or do you get any kind of aid as far as like your I've other people throwing in ideas a number of things yeah
2: you know um so of course you you know my designs best by the shoulder plates that's kind of the first thing i introduced to the world independently uh got into shield design for a while but i didn't like who the customers were so i I actually sold my interest in, in a company i helped start way back in whenever it was 2015. um but these new lightweight level four plates man this is what i'm really excited about we've already started the mold process it is in development we actually have some ceramic cores that we were able to get our hands on to do some preliminary testing just using different backers and things like that technical stuff i won't get into just because i don't want to say too much but um, <laughs> point b and i'm trying to bring an option to the people to defeat this new threat
1: I mean, as, as a part of the people and somebody who's always respected some of the things you've got going on over there and your point of view, you know, I, 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 for one can say, I appreciate that. And, you know, I ask, I, because there's a, there's a fella actually, that is kind of one of our, our show sponsor kind of deals, but he, he makes vests and tactical gear and stuff. But he always uses your guy, the Hoplite armor or whatever. Like that's, that's been like that design and stuff. He, uh, he's talked to you before, actually. He's made mention of you and and knowing your son and stuff, actually. But he's uh the ammo can survival, he's over there on the internet on Instagram. He's a he's a pretty cool cat. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, he's a he's a he's of a course. pretty he, yeah, he's a yeah, he's a pretty cool cat. You know, he does uh he was sending me actually some designs to uh today. I was he was showing me some stuff that he was working on for for just shits and grins to add to one of his ammo cans that was like a uh like an ID patch kind of thing that goes so that you could identify it yourself or whatever like a customized thing. He's a young
2: guy and and he I'm is. impressed with his drive. At such such a young age, right? So yeah. always try to encourage that sort of thing.
1: Me too, man. I, I you know I'm I met him because of the show and stuff like that, and when I actually found out how young he was, I was just like. I was set back by it, and I was I was inspired by his driving and stuff, and that's why I made him, you know, kind of a part of the family up here, and give him that shout out every time to send people his way because you know he's ahead of the curve. I would say, like, well, when he first
2: them. hit me up, he told me he was seventeen. You know, after a few back and forths, and I thought, oh shit, you know. But I I kind of looked at it like, well, okay, you know, I'm just gonna I, I only have so much time to give this this guy, but uh, I'll do my best to you know, maybe try to mentor him a little bit. And, you know, it's funny because every day I'm trying to spit as much wisdom as I got at my son, and he's got me now putting it down on paper, right? And, you know, call on it dad advice. And uh, things I can tell young men in particular, right, you know, start off on the right path. And... Uh, That's sort of more of a hobby for me, really, writing that book. But, you know, I've got a good outline put together and I just every chance I get, I just drop in little quotes and little bits of advice and, uh, you know, all the things I tell my son, you know.
1: You know, not to turn this into like, uh, you know, not to turn this, I guess, into that direction, though, but I really think we we truly need more of that, more people talking about things in that direction more of that dad advice there's many people for quite a few generations yeah there's there's many people for quite a few generations that don't they haven't you know they haven't had somebody to give them that kind of advice or they you know they don't have a fatherly type figure to look up to and you know you've got you've got so many so many people that never had a father to even tell you know even yell at him for holding the flashlight wrong you, you know what i'm saying like so so there's <laughs> yeah. there's a big thing missing from i do like, know you know i'm i'm i am a believer in what they call the the nuclear family like i you know i hell even oh, if yeah. you look at it
2: the, the generation should live together for
1: yes I mean it, yes the family
0: mob was there before the nuclear family they just kind of put a new spin on it i think
2: sure so, it's that well, you know, look, man, it's death. just another trick, right? Oh, you got to move it out when you're 18. You got to uh, get a college degree and learn all the stupid shit that you know, doesn't mean a damn thing. And then uh, go ahead and get a car loan and a mortgage and, and, you know, pay your taxes and be a damn slave, right? So what I tell my kids, this house is yours, right? I bought this house. I paid it off. Thank God. By the grace of God, I paid it off. And, and at no point has it ever been in my name. Right. In fact, I own nothing. I'm like, you know, the epitome of Klaus Schwab, but like 180. Right. I own nothing and I'm happy. Um, it, but that's the <laughs> way I want it. Right. Um, you know, that, for a number really of makes reasons, sense. Though. Right. When you when, yeah. when you're as much of a loose cannon as I am politically, um, you know, one way to protect your family is to put everything in their name. Right. And, and let them own and run and operate everything. So I'm teaching my kids how to run the business. And there's been a lot of talk about that. There's been people offering to buy Hoplite. There's been opportunities to expand Hoplite. There's been all sorts of everything going on. And sometimes it's hard to find your way. But in the end, I figured, you know what? I'll leave it up to my kids and they want to run it. So it's theirs. fine. And that's the direction we're going in. And, you know, I made that decision the same way I make every other decision, right? Principles over profit, man. Yeah, okay, I could cash out. Dude, it was the weirdest thing. I got to tell you this, right? So I'm a big believer in God, and he has done things in my life over the last 10 years that you wouldn't believe. And this weird stuff happens to me, right? Like open the Bible, bam, right to the verse that speaks to the thing I'm thinking of. And sometimes even the world around me is, is chiming in. So the other day I, I was frustrated. This was maybe a week and a half, two weeks. And, and I'm frustrated with, you know, just having to do any damn thing, right? You know, I just want to go like hit golf balls and fishing and, you know, goof off at this point in my life. Genuine, you know, can't wait for the grandkids to start popping out. <laughs> I'm probably 10 years out of that. But, you know, that's, that's where my sights are set. And so I'm frustrated. I walk in the living room and I'm thinking in my head, you know, just I could just sell everything, right? I could sell my house. I could sell Hoplite. I could just scoot, you know, and just get the hell out of the way of this freight train. And the dude on TV, it's supposed to be an angel or something, and he's talking to somebody. I don't know. I wasn't even watching the show. But as soon as I walk in the room with this thought, the angel says to the guy he's talking to, he says, what are you going to do? Cash out, sell everything? split town and let all these people get hurt. And I thought, what the shit did I just hear? And and that's the way that life is for me, though, man. You know, I mean, it's, uh, I I think if I tried to do that, I'd end up like Jonah, you know, in the belly of a damn whale somewhere. And you can't escape your fate, I think, to a certain extent. And I think that's kind of the direction that fate is pulling me you know I and i think that's have some of the big news the you want to talk about right like running for governor so well
1: you know, i mean that's when me and you were talking to begin with in the thing you had said that you were uh, you were yeah. you had kind of plans for doing it and already kind of plans of what you wanted to do if you when you went
2: well and, and i just got off a phone call right before coming on your show a friend of mine who wants to run as my lieutenant governor found some people that really want to put a lot of backing behind it. So, you know, here again, I am i don't really feel like I'm in the driver's seat, right? I'm more a passenger on a, on a raft is what it feels like. And, and you know, you kind of got to go with the flow and, and let fate take you where it wants to. But I really do believe, and, and I, I'll tell you too, I don't think the Libertarian Party agrees with me. I think I'm maybe too radical for the, for the Libertarian Party, in the sense that I genuinely believe in secession, one hundred percent. Montana was founded on it.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say you're in good company because you're in good I company. Don't I don't company, talk well
2: with the Libertarians in my yeah. either. So, <laughs> well, so I, I, I here, tentatively by way of the Libertarian website that uh, I intended to run, and I did that more really to get. A sense of their reaction to it because i knew that there were some parts of the things that i say that they just are, are going to flip out and you know to be honest there's a lot of things that the libertarian party would say that i absolutely would disagree with uh, i do not believe in open borders as a starter um, you just can't be sovereign without borders and, and that's the key word there sovereign And that's the montana state constitution article two section two the people have the right to operate as a free sovereign and independent state they have the right to alter or abolish their form of government whenever they deem it necessary and that is the pinnacle of my argument what is that that is the law so you want to ask me what i'm trying to do you think i'm radical in the end what am i really saying enforce the law and let's take it a step further Um, (laughs) <laughs> does I mean, our own federal constitution not support the same argument to alter well, I mean, or abolish?
0: But they're, they're not being held accountable.
2: Of Just like
0: they're. in my state, they're not being held accountable. And that's kind of my thing. Like what good are laws if they're only pertaining to certain people for certain things?
3: They're only attained. They only, they only pertain to the peasants.
0: Mostly, mostly, it, but like nothing wrong with trying to change it from the Side for sure. But that's like using everything you got. I'm totally.
2: And I, agree what, with and, and that I want effort. nothing to do with the inside. I'll tell you that. I if I run for yeah. governor, day one I put up a referendum for secession. Day two, the people vote yes. Day three, I quit. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> well, right? I came to do what say. I came to do and now I'm gone. Don't, don't say no.
3: like you're gonna quit. No, I mean no. people still have to have like I, they I was, still have to have somebody to look up to, I was just even if say, they're not gonna, in a leader leadership position.
1: I was just going to you know say, I pe- mean?
3: people are going to.
1: Um, there probably are going to be a lot of people that go, "All right, Lyman, what now?
2: You well, needed general- to." So when I say I I quit, what I propose changes the entire way that you govern a state. Okay. Right, I, and I don't know if I sent you a copy of my book, A Future and a Hope. No. Uh, I tried to give it away for a while, and you know. I didn't get a lot of interest. So, guess what? I put it up for sale. And, and so, that is what makes people read it, right? And what makes people get it. Oddly enough, that's human psychology. So, well, I've been selling that. It's the personal, book.
0: Yeah, that's a personal sacrifice or personal responsibility. If you're going to put forth the money, you're going to read it. So,
2: yep. That's right. Then Now you've assigned a value to it and you've. Mm -hmm. you've paid accordingly. So you're going to give it your full attention, but I'm happy to send you guys a copy of it for free. But, you know, in essence, and, and I think maybe I laid this out on your show before and it, and it sounds radical. Maybe, I don't know. You know, let's first talk about secession a little bit, because some people are going to say to you that that's illegal, that the civil war determined that's illegal. Well, I'll remind everyone that the state of Montana was not admitted to the union until 24 years after the civil war. And that state constitution, which is the legally binding agreement by which any state joins the union and the terms and conditions outlined therein were signed off on and approved by not only the Montana state founders, but the federal representatives on the other end. So there is no legal argument against it. It is as it reads and it's plain as day. So now having put that argument to rest, and I'm just going to assume that anybody who has an argument to that effect has thusly rested said argument. But to take it to the next level, what do we do, right? I really respect some parts of the Montana State Constitution about keeping a clean environment from one generation to the next. And I'll tell you this, uh, Montana is, is on everybody's radar now. And growth and development are inevitable for Montana. We can either control it or be controlled by it. And there's only one way to control it, and that is secession. That is that word sovereign that I spoke of. I'll, I'll pause for questions before I continue.
3: I mean, you're, you're anyway. the f- fourth largest state land-wise. I mean, you've got the natural resources.
2: Yeah, you've I got... Think. But yeah, fourth, it's, for, you're right. It's huge. You
3: have... The, you have um, Amazing natural resources, you've got uh, plenty of land for cattle, you've got mm-hmm. uh, arable land for agriculture, yes. you've got the mountains to the west, the Great Plains to the east, I mean, you've got everything.
2: Plata. Yeah. You it's got on every- our state flag, it means gold and silver, and you know, what God yeah. tells me is he put that money in the bank for this generation, if only they'll take it. losing your show here no sir i was sharing oh, the screen actually sorry. because just as you I brought that up freaking out and i figured sorry, sorry. i did something wrong you
1: know no, it's uh so what do we got it, here it's it was it was bringing up exactly what you were just saying the state's motto
2: about the gold and silver and it's known as the treasure state yeah, that's right that's right and you know the federal government so-called owns 30 percent of our state and mm-hmm. and you can bet that some of the best 13 uh,
1: million acres is what they
2: claim yep yep So, of course, we put that to rest right away. My plan hinges on a restructuring of, really, the way we run our economy. And what I propose is that the state of Montana restructure itself as a corporation. I I don't know any other way to put it. uh, With shares owned equally by every man, woman, and child And every matter is put to vote. So, for instance, you don't have a governor who's stuck in there for four years. you got a CEO. If he screws up, you fire him tomorrow. But the idea is sort of based on what they do in Alaska. They're extracting resources, and what are do they doing? And they're sharing that with the citizenry, right? So the idea here is that, well, just like I said, orally plotted. There's enough gold and silver in those mountains to make a sovereign tenfold over. So what I propose is the establishment of what I call the Montana Corporation, owned by as I said, every man, woman, and child in the state. Certainly can't let the feds control your money. So next up is the Bank of Montana. And let's just go ahead and form our own currency. You know, there's a lot of states talking about this now on the face of the CBDC scenario. A lot of states are talking about making their own uh, their own money, but it's all going to be fiat trash money. The If it's not backed by gold and silver, it is not real money. Gold is God's money. So take it a step further, right? What are we, how does this really boil down? What do you do? Montana corporation hires Montana companies to go out and extract Montana resources for the Montana people, right? In this way, and people say it's socialism, bullshit. Socialism shows no respect for private property. That's critical in Montana. That's a big part of our belief system, a big part of our constitution. Your property is your property, castle laws. Right? Um, What I propose is that we go kick down the fences and access so called federal land to extract these resources on behalf of the people of Montana. Whatever those resources might be. Now, in keeping with the Montana state constitution philosophy to treat the environment with care, we, we have to understand that wherever humans go, we leave a footprint. So, wherever we make a footprint is where we make a new development right you don't just sprawl out everywhere aimlessly go out extract resources from a site turn that into uh, a ski resort and a little community Um, that's the sort of thing that is going to be tremendously important in building a firm foundation for the state is to have that sort of infrastructure high technology new infrastructure sure you use as much renewable energy as you can, solar, what have you, but a big part of that could be um, hydroelectric dams, right? We've got one up here in uh, Hungry Horse, just north of me, and um, I can tell you that my electric bill is considerably less than most other people being part of this, what they call a co-op. It's just taken this whole thing to the next logical step rather than let some billionaire come in and extract the resources and, sure, give people some decent-paying jobs for however long and then split in town with billions of dollars. No, hell no. Those resources belong to the people. And so what I propose, sure, it sounds radical and it sounds unusual. But when I ran for governor last time and I went before God and I said, Lord, I need to present something to the people beyond just their Second Amendment rights. And I said, we need to address this financial system because inevitably the federal government is going to fall on their face financially and when they do it's everybody else that's going to get caught holding the bag and who's going to pay the real price same thing as i say you know you don't want a civil war because who gets hurt it's the same thing who pays the price it's the elderly the disabled the single mothers the children for god's sake you know there was a book written by gene sharp talking about how to do these things right and there was a documentary i may have talked to you about this before called how to start a revolution and we sent this colonel over to kosovo and and he implemented these practices and and they put an end to the tyrannical government that was creeping up there and he made the point he took a a book and he held it up on his fingers and he said this book represents society and these pillars represent things like uh, military police banking education, all these critical systems, and you don't want to just crumble it or the book falls, right? What you want to do is you want to transfer that book, that society away from these rotten pillars to new healthy pillars, right? And and he literally used that same example with the book and the whole deal. And and it made a whole hell of a lot of sense to me. And so as I'm praying and I'm going before God and I'm laying this out and I'm saying, we need a real solution and bro bro i'll tell you i started typing and i didn't even know what i was writing until i was done i'm i was as surprised as you are to hear it the first time i kid you not but i couldn't get away from the fact that it made a whole hell of a lot of sense and i just and you know what i literally kept it under wraps for a long time i did release it excuse me hang on i did release it during the election but too little too late and you know quite honestly we were never going to win that because no experience and no funding and they, they know all the tricks and they played some haven't been through that a little bit wiser a little more experience and certainly a whole hell of a lot better funded well now we got a chance at this thing and but you know the people need to recognize and this is a conversation i had just before coming on your show is these guys with the funding recognized that although this plan is going to sound absurd to some people, they realize, like, my God, there is no other option. America is falling. It is crumbling. And they're going to switch over to universal basic income right alongside their central bank digital currency and their digital ID and their social credit score. And if you screw up, they're just going to yank money right out of your bank account. You have two choices in front of you. And that's it. The great reset or God's reset. Take your pick. Right. And and I know that there's always going to be some segment of society that resists what the uh, so-called elites. I would say so-called because quite honestly, they represent the worst of humanity, but uh, they like to call themselves elite. So we'll, we'll play their game. This is what the elites have in store for you. And there's no getting around it. Right. The die is cast. They are moving full force in that direction. As I understand it, a lot of wealthy people are already moving their money through, you know, backdoor access into this new digital currency such that uh, they, in, in essence, increase their holdings in the process. And from what I understand, there's different classes of citizen. And guess what? You and I are in the commoner class. Mm-hmm. And, and you're going to have very little money, very little rights, very little any damn thing. So you got you to really... Desperate times require desperate measures. I see no other way. If somebody's got a better plan, give it to me and I'll I'll push that through. But I don't think it exists.
1: Well, you know, you me and, me and Bandit actually talk about this frequently, about how you're right. There is going to be big, huge chunks of society, a lot of these big cities, a lot of your New Yorks, your Californias, hell, even Atlantas, that are going to move right along with absolutely everything you're saying. you know, even even Luis would agree and I wish he was here tonight because I know he would love to touch on this himself. but like, as me and Bandit have said, <clears throat> you're gonna have, I think more of what you're actually talking about maybe maybe in maybe in similar forms, maybe in different forms, but I truly believe that it's going to balkanize and it's going to be, as, as we joke, the Jetsons and the Flintstones, you know, like you're going to have these people that go right along with the world economic forum and their digital way of life and moving into these social credit systems. And you're going to have us that are saying, "Mm, no, I think we can do this ourselves out here. And I truly, I truly don't think I truly don't think that there's going to be, and this is from my perspective. Again, I'll, I'll take any, argument to it or whatever but this is my my perspective is that they're not going to actually they they're, they're going to let us do that you know what i'm saying like you you want to you want to take that entire state and vanish they might put up a little bit of a hoo ha to begin with but in essence they're going to be more worried about keeping what they continue to have in line and not worry about the, the the rebel alliance scragglers that are running off to the
2: side and there's one thing they're really not going to like about montana doing that though
1: True. You you th- that thirteen million acres. I I do understand. No, that.
2: no, something bigger than that. All right. We got the largest repository of nuclear weapons in the United States, and I ain't giving them up either.
1: I mean, I mean, I ain't giving them up. <laughs>
2: it's just that simple.
3: Hey, are you wearing your own armor?
2: <laughs> My walls are reinforced with ballistic panels. Hey, I, there you
3: go. For okay. good reason. All right. Yeah. 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 Totally agree, man. That, and that's got to be something. When you're a
2: warrior for God, when you're a representative for God, there is nothing to fear, not even death itself. You know, what I fear more than anything else is letting down my Lord and King.
3: You know, that's got to be something you got to worry about is, uh, and it's being in the position that you're in right now. Like, you're actually like a, a, a legitimate, credible threat to the two party system that is, you know, controlling each state. Right. You, you, you know, did better than at,
1: Ron Paul ever did in the voting. Numbers. I
3: looked at your previous numbers from when you, you know, haphazardly jumped into this election. You actually yes. had decent numbers, and you only needed a few more percentage points. To actually get into
2: a debate. And we did that with pretty much zero budget Mm -hmm. and definitely no idea what we were doing. Mm -hmm. Right. I was just following what I felt I was called to do to the best of my ability at the time. And, you know, I had somebody send me an email the other day, you know, that they'd like to help with the campaign, that they've got experience in helping, you know, manage campaigns. And I haven't reached back out to that person yet, but I'm seeing kind of this vortex of people and thoughts and resources all moving in the same direction. And
3: you're going to need a very catchy, you're gonna. I, I, this sounds a so, like, yeah. You need, a, <laughs> you need a catchphrase. You need That's a, you, yeah, you, you need a, yeah. You, you need something that goes well on a bumper sticker, something that goes well on a banner, a yard sign. Yep. Yeah. Yep. as bad as, as something you I know I don't like mention like the other side exactly you need to package yourself up as crazy as it sounds you need to package yourself up and sell yourself to boomers I'm I, I use that term not including you but you need to package yourself to the younger crowd
2: and, and so I, I always try to let everything I do just be natural it, it's either God's will or it's not And, you know, so I have to be in keeping in line with my own principles. uh, I have to be true to that philosophy. But at the same time, I understand what you're saying. Mm -hmm. And I think that all those things will naturally find their place uh, without trying to force it. Right. You know, um, look back at 2019 when I called out the police for the UPS shooting. Um, I just did what I thought was right. And the, the net result of that was a lot of public attention and exposure and a lot of financial blessings. And I went into that thinking it would destroy my business and it really ended up making it. So I fully trust that God's will is going to be done one way or the other. I really believe that. And, you know, if you don't quite see the world the same way i do i don't mean to keep cramming that down your throat but it, it's where i'm coming from I, that's you know what i believe
1: i don't i i don't i don't go after anybody for their i guess you would say their i you know their re- religious perspective at the end of the day a lot of the different things that i believe and that i've studied however you interpret that as what you consider god you know i i I'm pretty lenient like you, know, you know what I'm saying like i i've I believe everybody has different views I believe everybody has all these some some people think that others are real radical and stuff like that but once you've studied a bunch of them, you're like, oh okay, these guys totally believe the same thing they just don't realize it and they're arguing over it right now and that's okay like um so you know i I personally believe that he's within us and not above us so that's just a a whole subject for another day but like some of my guests call him the creator some of my guests call him there's only one point that that i
2: you know if you're going to be on the same side as me spiritually speaking there's only one thing now all the rest is details and, and some of those details are fun to talk about but that one thing is christ and him crucified that's where i come from and take that for what it is do with it what you will it's not my job to try to convince you one way or the other that's up to the spirit sure, but sure you know that's that's the core uh, of my beliefs that's what brought me to where i am and if there's any good to be shown from the things that i've done it derives from that
3: sorry Hi. i'm back my two year old my two year old demanded my presence and <laughs> when that happens you must jump
0: you have been summoned <laughs>
3: i was summoned by my 2 year old
2: immediately right that's that's not uncommon and that's a good thing but but you even know, you know you only get that you know time with each child once that's right just that One time. It, and it yeah. goes
3: by that quick yeah man you
1: blink and you yeah yeah
3: yeah, yeah. but you know 10 what, like, minutes a
2: day with your kid is not enough you know when they're being indoctrinated by the the perverts that run their school system You got to be able to counter that with some real. So so there's a good
1: question, actually. Yeah, and not
3: just that. It's like everybody, like the government, is draining us so quickly. I mean, now it's no longer. I mean, I'm blessed with a being retired already and being able to stay at home with my kids, and 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 being. You know, uh, being able to have the one half out working and have the the retired at home taking care of the kids because it the it's so bad right now. I mean, parents, both parents, got to work. and There's not enough oh, yeah. for <laughs> kids are being raised by TV and yeah. uh, their phone. Sure,
2: yeah, sure. yeah. You Disney know. Channel's working hard to twist up their heads. Yeah, yeah. well, it, and, and you know. And, and,
3: and Hold on, I'll f- I'm gonna finish up yeah, real quick. Yeah. and I think what you have and what you have the chance to do with a state like Montana is get even if even if we have to take a step back and kind of homestead property, homestead the property, yeah, to live way to to live outside and not have to suffer like, The tax drain, the you got to pay for everything. You got there's
2: something important needs to be said about that, because every Montanan is sick of people moving to their state, but what they're really sick of is the wrong kind of person moving to their state. Right, and and what they need to remember is back in the old days, at the beginnings of Montana, in places like Trout Creek, people would wait at the train station, and I may have told you this before. They would wait there to recruit employees business partners, dude, even wives, right? Hey, lady, you know, how'd you like to come hitch up with me on my, you know, 1,000 acres and 200 head of cattle, right? Okay, yeah, why not? I mean, that's how this state was built, right? On opportunity and individualism, but also strength in numbers, right? We didn't turn people away then and we shouldn't turn people away now. Like I say, growth and development you, are inevitable.
3: You don't want Californians.
2: That's right. Yeah, well, you don't want that California attitude. Hell, I lived in California. Right? I grew up there. I grew up in a part of it that wasn't all fucked up until later. Um, you know, where I grew up, it was just all hills and empty beaches. And that's a different thing than what people imagine California to be. But what that area is now is ruined. And see, that's the other thing. I don't want to see that happen to my town well and it's happening even now
1: and well you know california is always a you know a number one example and i always like to bring up new Mm -hmm. york state because i've spent some time in new york state of places that have legislated themselves to to ashes you know what i'm saying like they they each each generation wants to control certain things and things never get repealed things just keep getting added on and like you know I, i think i brought this up before myself but like in new york uh, what something that killed me and as an adult and made me be like, okay, we got to hurry up and get out of here was the cops showed up at my house for having a yard sale because I didn't have a permit. And I was like, you're fucking kidding me. Right. And they were like, no, you gotta, real. you gotta have a permit to have a yard sale in the state. And I was just like, all right, time to start looking to get back out of this state and move to move on mm-hmm. to the next one. Because like, this is, you know, stuff like that's ridiculous. And yeah, I can see, you know, we don't want, we, we, I I don't like that. You know, that's, That's something I'm not for. I've never been for, you know, legislating (laughs) your neighbor to do anything, you know, through the force of the government. Like and I guess that's my only that's one of my only drawbacks that I've always had, I guess, on the idea of democracy. And I do understand that, you know, you are what you guys are trying to do and you're trying the steps you're trying to take it's just that whole mob rule idea and I think that honestly if more people understood what you're trying to do here which is going back to that traditional Montana constitution which I've been sitting here reading through actually because I, I pulled it up as soon as you started speaking on it and you know if people were going there to live that way I don't think it would be a problem and everybody be on board with the idea that you have like
2: like that it's, it's not, it's not that as radi- not
1: it's not as radical as as you know i i, I understand the perspective where where pe- people you sp- have spoken to and stuff and like the libertarian party and such they're like oh my that's nuts but it's just it's it's not radical it's actually giving those answers to questions that a lot of people are having they're
2: always like well what
1: about real answers. what about
2: yeah and they're the, Everything else is is fluff, who, man. It's it's all just filler. It's BS. You know these guys have learned how to smile and, and you know witty comment themselves out of ever doing any real work.
1: Whom whomever you know whom all you know. I mean I'm not this this was really thought out like i'm gonna make sure i share this with everybody because i do encourage them to actually read this one but like this constitution originally was really thought out i think a little bit more than the ideas of the of the original american one that everybody's so happy to believe in and stuff but like that and with it being so thought out it is it is kind of laying out a lot of the answers that of of this Voluntarist society that people are always saying that they want, especially the Libertarian yeah. Party. Like, I yeah. think this aligns more in what they believe in than they believe in. They just don't want to believe it because they're libertarians and they just want to argue about it.
2: That's, that's... yeah, they, I think like, uh, <laughs> right. You know, what do they say? You know, libertarians, nothing they love more than like arguing with each other. Um, and I, I don't like to put a title on myself, I'm not going to say I'm a libertarian. I'm not gonna say I'm a Republican. If anything, I'm a constitutionalist.
1: We 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 like, listen, I got t- I got tired of having anything to relate to, so I just started telling folks I'm a pirate. I, I'm part yeah. of we're the pirate party, you know, bro. It's like... funny you say that,
2: yeah, because I tell my kids, you know, more than likely that's gonna be the career path that gets forced on you. <laughs> Piracy. <laughs> I mean, it's not a
3: it's a it's not a label thing, man. It's it's that's where – Everybody is so, everybody wants to build their lives around, like construct their entire personalities around that political label. Like, I'm a Republican, you know, oh, you're a Democrat. Well, I can't talk to you. I can't associate with you. But that's what they want. They want you to be so caught up in that, that, uh, the political party system, you know, that it's all one big party, libertarians included, you know, Republicans, Democrats, libertarians you know they all they all want and they all want power
2: you know they all want to tax you and you know what did thomas jefferson say about you know people that want to wield authority or power over their fellow citizen uh, nothing good
3: <clears throat> no and see that is that is also that's something else i mean it's like people want to automatically assume that oh you're just a, you're you're just against the law and order You know, you want to secede, you want to have a free society, you just don't want to live in a society of law and order. No, you don't understand. I mean, even if there there were no laws, there would still be rules, rules to follow.
2: In the absence of rules, people make their own.
3: Yeah, and people have such a difficult time now because they've been so brainwashed. They don't understand the concept of self-governance.
1: Well, but, but see, there's, I have, my argument for that is, is each and every person sitting in this, in this panel, and each and every person, whether you're listening or watching this episode, every day, self governs themselves quite, quite well, I would think, do you, most people get up and just, you know, they, they, most people get up, they do what they need to do to get up and go to work and get there safely and successfully do what they need to do to get home and feed their children and spend time with them if they mm-hmm. can and have a place to lay their head down at night and without a, without without a problem day in and day out you don't go out murdering people you don't
0: that's go out all robbing the average
2: people, person wants
0: and that's all the yeah, average person is not out to harm anybody for sure and that's that's, right. that's what a lot of people don't get that not harming others is part of that self-governance for sure yeah. And it's, they do it. They even have the courtesy to look after people, pick up trash without being told. Like they understand that their environment and everything about them is up to them to make
1: those good decisions. Putting your buggy and back they, in the car. Reap the benefit sure. of that for sure.
2: Well, and we do that here, right? You know, it wasn't, but a few months ago, there was a big pile of trash flew out of somebody's truck, right? On the road coming off my driveway. I just picked it up and uh i i regretted though grabbing one thing because it was some damn dirty used mask that sucked mm. but uh, but you know i plow the roads from my neighbors right we're all up on uh, like a quarter mile road four or five houses I, I i hit their driveways i'm out there i feel like a jerk if i didn't anyway Right? what am i going to do just mine and leave you piled with snow when i'm the only one that's I got mean- a tractor i don't mind doing
0: some people are like that they will not go beyond what their what their border is because they want to respect other people as well but there are people that will show that kindness to go the extra step to help somebody else
2: what's funny is i didn't ask either i just did it right
0: (laughs) right that's what i mean like some people feel like that it's an invasion of someone else's privacy to plow
2: their driveway whereas i felt a little like that at first yeah but i just said that that it's not
0: It's not always, I don't think it's always, they don't want to, it's maybe they just don't, they don't feel comfortable doing it. I felt a little awkward. Even in that scenario, I still feel like that self-governance doesn't mean that you go out of your way to do things for other people, but you also would do that if asked. Mm -hmm. So I I don't want to, I don't want to lump those people in there to say they're selfish. And and, you know, it's funny.
2: I I felt awkward about it, but then my neighbor (laughs) sent his daughter over with some cinnamon rolls. So, you know and and they they all appreciate it you know and i grade it too you know come spring and there's potholes, i grade it because i can't see you didn't need the government for any of that yeah (laughs) that's right right i I maintain a road believe it or not i I was out on the county road it got so bad one year yeah with these washboards i got out on the county road and i'm grinding it down here comes my neighbor who's the county sheriff and he says i forget what the hell he said Some about you know what do what county roads i said well shit man it got so bad out here we needed help he says there's some fuel on the side of my house if you need it so that kind of paints a picture of the general attitude yeah. up here that's how people but survive cool. that's why there's no racism in montana right because when you're in the middle of winter and you're in two feet of snow and you got to feed your baby milk believe me you do not care what color your neighbor is that's going to give you milk or pull you out of the snow or save your damn life. You know, I mean necessity drove that out of a lot of people's hearts.
0: Yeah, but I wanna I do want to draw that quick correlation that government does have a way of of maybe brainwash is a strong word, but they want to condition you to yep. be reliant on them. And yep. that beats yeah. the self governance out of individuals and makes them part of a system that is then controlled by the head of a few.
2: There's a cabal out there been working hard for a long time.
0: Right. But I I totally agree that, like, you guys all mentioned a a community or you mentioned, like, uh, a civilization. And I think that our civilization could be what we make it. I don't think that we have to conform to any previous methods that may or may not have worked. So, like, I guarantee you, yes, the government, the federal government, will fail 100%. We are literally. one large solar flare or multiple solar flares from not having internet or electricity,
1: or more angry decade, redne- or more angry rednecks like down in North Carolina. Yeah, yeah Potentially yeah, That yeah. too. Let's
2: not underestimate yeah, and we know from that are <laughs> when things go south. They're going to leave you to fend for yourself, right? Yes, absolutely. That. Hurricane so that, Katrina. You know, go <laughs> that, go shit in the hallways of a, a stadium and, and deal with it. That was really. And I think
0: that that conditioning of of a a larger system taking responsibility that all goes in with that whole party system that all comes in with like public schools that all comes in with all all the aspects of government that yeah. people people desire because they're they want that comfortable lie before yes. they want that uncomfortable truth and i think that's why the libertarian party can't get that's, traction because it how uh, how it makes people feel
2: that's um, like a moral novocaine the Republican,
0: it, right we were talking about branding, but you look at the Republican name, you look at the Republican imagery, you you know exactly what those guys are supposed to be all about. You go to the Democratic mm-hmm. Party, you see this exact same thing. Not and Most people don't really functionally realize they're all part of the same thing. They're all part of the same group. What unit I party. would like to see is exactly unit what party. you want. Yeah. I, I want to see what you by quitting you say you want to quit but maybe another or better term is to um uh abolish your position yeah yeah you know that, so that right. doesn't that's, make you look you like a quitter it, because it
2: doesn't yeah mean I won't so be you there. don't look
0: like a quitter no, right but if you get in there and you say yeah i'm gonna get in there fight. and then quit <laughs> right <laughs> so no you that me. makes people that makes people like totally see what they don't they don't want to see that uncomfortable truth and that's what you're bringing to the table, I think. But a lot yep. of people recognize that where you're from more so than o- in Oklahoma, for sure. Yeah. Because yeah. people are just so attached to the government. All the all the tribes are attached to it. Uh, mm. Everybody in a in a municipality is attached <clears throat> to it. The only people that just don't want government are the farmers. But they still want that that check from the federal government. They do if they don't grow if they don't grow anything on their land, or they have grassland, right? Right. It's like that full-on dependency, and it's in tiers and levels. <laughs> so it's really hard to get rid of it. But a lot of people don't realize what we have right now hasn't really existed before.
2: And, and literally- that's why they give vets 100% disability all the time. It's shut-up money. It's don't kill yeah. us money, you know? Yeah. Honestly. Or, or I'll be about.
0: subservient for the right price. Yes. People will sell out because greed yeah. is a, a phenomenal factor in the human condition. Of course, if people believe that if I can live comfortably, that I'll be okay, and those are the selfish ones. Yeah, tell I it said all the time, from most of your you.
2: boomers just want to get to the grave comfortably. Exactly,
0: like everything we have now is sitting right on top of a rug tug, and we're either oh, yeah. yep. one solar fart away from not having it, or we're at the discretion of a group of individuals who want us to join into a global community.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's true. And there's no all sovereignty in a global community. That's
0: yeah so they're not they're taking it from this level where it's at now uh where we have this this conditioning to believe that we need this system and mm-hmm. they're shifting to the next gear trying to get it to a global level which will right. then try to perpetuate us to other planets and maintain. And people don't that.
2: realize the system we're living in is designed to lead you to communism central banks are a core tenant of communism destroying the family well, it's union. always in their favor it's oh, yeah. always
0: in their favor to, yes. to, to have that type of rule,
2: because and it that's consolidates who we're all the are up That's that's yeah. the ideology we're fighting. Really, is communism. Well, and those who well, we've propo- always are proponents of it.
0: Yeah, we've been against that since uh, written history. I believe everyone loves the idea of getting something for free, not realizing you're paying for it on the back end, or your great grandchildren are paying for it on the back end. Yeah. And that's why I don't think everybody's all worried about their 401ks and they're so proud of their retirements and all that stuff. And I'm like, y'all don't realize that the people who control the money can print as much as they want. And everything yep. that you've worked for your whole life is now worthless. Yeah. Congratulations yeah. on toiling for 60 years for nothing.
2: That's exactly right.
0: And yeah, so that's all what your I mean stocks, by your bonds,
2: your 401k, it's just going to be garbage. Nothing. Right. Cause it yeah. already is. enough. Yeah.
0: Exactly, B, and yeah. we are yeah. we are literally on the precipice, for sure, of this system so, uh, not working like it, it was intended.
2: That's right. That's right. You so need a, a a real, a real asset real backed, backed currency, currency. Mm-hmm. Right? Whether, well, whether it's gold, whether it's silver, gold and silver. You know. I mean,
0: like, if you have the knowledge to make antibiotics, you know exactly what you're looking for. You know how to chemically strain a specific type of mold. You know, you know how to grow that mold. That is worth more to me than any amount of gold that I could acquire anywhere. Because gold is not going to cure you of an infection that could potentially kill you.
2: No, but gold is real wealth. Real world wealth, going back into ancient times, was three things. It was land, animals, and precious metals.
0: But that's still a physical possession. And I'm not denying that it's (laughs) not worth anything.
2: But I'm saying the
0: knowledge... To be able to do Jimmy that, Jimmy and I have talked more. about
3: this before like yeah. hard tradable hard goods, tradable. knowledge, skills. Uh, oh, yeah, are, are so much more valuable than um money. You can trade well, that. What money just as you? Well it money? It
2: gives you access to those things, right? It's a medium of exchange, and, yes, and that can be yes. done in a dozen different ways. And by no means do I think that currency exchange is the only way that two people. Or groups of people should interact financially there's barter. other other ways to do that
0: yeah barter, is, barter can work but sometimes sometimes there might be a resentment if you if one party doesn't feel like it's a fair trade so then it comes into like haggling and making decisions and then you have like somebody didn't um follow through on their agreement like who takes care of that and that's this whole it always recycles back to everyone thinking that they need Uh, an external force to, to make sure things go right. When a conversation or the entire community understanding what happened, like, like let's say that, you know, I purchased some body armor, but I don't deliver the goods to, to pay for it. Uh, You could then, you know, Hey, like bring it before the entire community and see like, Hey, I had this agreement with him and this is what he did. And then I would have a chance to say my say, like, You know, it would give people an opportunity to be held accountable without a legal system, without uh, um, leaders, as they call themselves. And that's kind of like, I think that we need to broaden our horizon a little bit and go a little bit beyond, like, do we really need a sheriff? Do we need these positions of government that we've had for centuries
2: yeah, what you really need is armed citizens, right? That's going to take care of 99% of your crime.
0: The mo- an armed society is a polite society, for yeah. sure.
2: Yeah. And, uh, I've said for a long time that you know, a, a civilian uh, police force, if you want to call that law enforcement, if you like that term, I just think of it as deputizing every law-abiding man, woman, and child. And by law-abiding, I mean you're not a murderer or a rapist you know, some of these laws, become what about the chance
0: for redemption? Because I think a murderer oh yeah, would
2: understand no, right. the value yeah, you, you of life more than most. You paid your due to society.
0: You paid your due. Yeah.
2: You're back but in. Who,
0: who enforces, who enforces that and how do they get paid?
2: Well, yeah. again, well, if you want me to answer that, way, then, then you're probably talking to the wrong guy.
0: That. Well, <laughs> that's what I mean. We can't assume <laughs> that any part of the system that we have now is, is good. At all, any of it. Yeah, and I think the there's best.
2: an argument in favor of established courts. But anytime you do that, you bring in the potential for corruption. So yeah, what I was thought was interesting about Plato's writing in The Republic is that he made the case that if you have a democratic society uh, coupled with a free market system, that you will inevitably get a den of vipers running your country and his idea was to separate the two classes you have the military class which is what you would call citizens who get to vote but they own nothing right everything is provided to them by the state then you have the free market system and these are the people that run the businesses and they're able to uh, acquire wealth but they can't vote that was his solution i always thought it was interesting um, I feel like the plan I put forward is, is God's reply to all of that. Um, and, and in the end, I'll tell you this, and, and this is going to—I'm going to say this slowly because some people will, uh, their jaws will drop until I finish the sentence. But the only form of government that will ever work is a monarchy with Christ at the head. And i, I pause for dramatic effect, but that's the truth. I mean,
0: I would counter that. Everything that, just that man
2: say, tries to do will crumble. The best we can do is a band-aid till the King gets here. bro. That's where I'm coming from. I'm not going to tell enough. you that anything I propose is perfect. I'm going to well, tell I'm you it's your lifeboat to get you to, right. to the other side.
0: But for some people it, there's the conviction is not there in the same way. And I appreciate your, how, how you put that as far as your religious yeah. aspect. And I'm not, I'm not discounting any of that. All I'm saying is that self-sovereignty is pretty much the same thing. Uh, I'm not Look, trying in a perfect
2: to think, perfect world. Fifty states would secede and leave DC with their debt, but sadly, many states are lost forever, and that's just a cold hard truth of it.
0: In a perfect world, we don't have states. And to go back to your borders thing, um,
2: I yeah, think our borders yeah, I, are, I, See, are this is at where I struggle with, with the libertarian idea. Look, man, if you don't, if you don't got an army, China's gonna take your shit tomorrow. Let
0: China come. No, let China come because they're not. Man, they man. know.
2: See I don't like that. I'll nuke them. I, okay, nuclear a nuclear, a nuclear, nuclear the shit out of China. Option. I'd have done it in 1952 before
0: they had nukes. A nuclear option will will not just harm them but it will harm you.
2: You're talking about I don't know. you're
0: talking about fallout of decades.
2: Um, and that just fallout happens harm when you pop it at ground everyone. level you hit it 1000 feet up and you pl- Fallout's reduce and you know, here's the thing: when we were the only ones that had the nuke, we didn't even have to nuke anybody. All we had to do was threaten them. Give me the keys to your military; you're gone tomorrow. Are you gonna say no? Because look at uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki. And you tell me, give me an answer by noon tomorrow, because I got planes on the ground ready to go, dude. I wouldn't fuck around one bit. And if you don't have an army, and if you don't got goddamn nukes, you're fucked. And that's I mean, we didn't nuke Vietnam. No, and I don't even give a shit about Vietnam or anything. All I, I care mean, I'm about is am just saying content, we're going to apples to right? apples on that That's one. why I say keep the nukes, right? And it's not about aggression. It's not about going after anybody. And uh, pardon me, my phone is about to die. But what it's really about is mutually assured destruction. What it's really about is if you are stupid enough to come after a certain given territory, we, we won't assign names to so it, there's a hypothetical, uh, well, then, you know, there is a deterrent sufficient to push back in the other direction. I believe that's that. why it's I a really deterrent. Do. It, it harm I, harms I hear more the than... argument about, yeah, no states, but, and I see the imperfection. <laughs> it's the situation
3: we're in with, it's the situation we're in right now overseas with Russia yeah. and Ukraine. It's yeah. a deterrent.
0: 70 years later, there's still farmland that they can't farm in Japan. And I think a uh, nuclear bomb- I, I'm with you, bro. Believe me, I don't want to nuke
2: anything before. or anybody. But I would okay. nuke China before I let them step foot on Montana soil. That's
0: I, I would extend to. I would extend a hand to China, and I would unregulate all trade is what I would do. You want to talk about- Well, this see, the problem is they're stinky an bastards,
2: country. and they don't give a shit. They're, well, they're itching to take your stuff, period. But how do you know? If, Have you been there? Man- it, I've, dealt okay. I've dealt with them. Okay, dealing with them, dealing with a small years.
0: group. Okay, yeah,
2: I don't know, bro. I mean, you know, and that's where we can agree to disagree, right? Yeah, and, and that's where some Chinese states can do what they want, and other yeah, states. Yeah, the Chinese can do are already it. here. So how do you move yeah, them got here in in New York City? like them apples?
1: Yeah, I thought I found I, that quite interesting. That's what I'm saying. I found that quite
0: interesting. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be trying to to deter anybody from. Having a peaceful life here.
2: I think those are kind ideas that would have worked better a thousand years ago, but today you got communist China that doesn't. You know, the minute you lower your guard, they're they're on you. Period. There's no arguing.
0: There's, okay, so we say lower our guard. I mean, how exactly are they going to come get us and come get our stuff? Well,
2: you're, you're talking about no states, no military, no defense. Yeah, the, the second uh, I didn't that's say true. no
0: militias. I didn't say no militias. I just said no government-organized lines, no government-organized military.
2: It sounds nothing new, that we but I, have to I don't pay, buy it.
0: Yeah, nothing that we would have to pay taxes on, and it would all be um, – strictly all of it would just be volunteer all of
2: it and look i'm a living example of a voluntarist sort right i'm out there doing that all day every day literally um first thing in the morning i'm going out to plow again you know i do it without telling anybody typically i do it without being asked
0: correct
2: um you know and, and that's maybe another argument and, and I get the, the well, point. I it, get all the points.
0: It really comes back to the core, the core that in belief that we need a government to tell us how to be good. When we ourselves can be good and we don't need regulation. We don't need taxes. We don't need a small group of people holding all the power in their hands. No, that you don't. That
2: is, that is true. But so I think self-sovereignty, you do need.
0: Self-sovereignty, I believe is the best course of action. You ask for another solution and that's my solution. And people don't like anarchy. But that is anarchy at the core, self-governance. That is people, self-sovereignty, and that's, and that and is that's the,
3: teaching people. Yeah,
2: and that's the thing. But it's like if you could anarchy, snap your fingers and be that, you'd have a Chinese flag. I don't on your have door to snap my
0: fingers. I'm already that guy. You and, are. Well, I mean, out. as
2: a whole, not just you, but like an hey, entire territory. I choose
0: to do it because it's a great idea, and good ideas don't require force.
2: Well. And I love that idea. I love that quote. I'm just not sure it holds water when you got the Chinese point nukes at you.
0: Okay. I I would take all of our, I would reforge all of our nuclear arms into fuel.
2: Well, and I would go That's back in time do. to 1952 and tell everybody to shut the hell up. And then,
0: nope. you know, well, then we're I don't, good. I don't, I don't think we need that. I just don't. Because there's no there's no equal playing field ever in the in the history of ever there is no such thing as an equal playing field.
2: Well, my phone's about (laughs) to die, so if that's the last argument you want to propose, then I I would love
0: for Uh, you to come back. I
2: would love to hash this out some more because I got three percent. You know what though? I mean, here's the thing, right? Like, (sighs) I'll tell you right now, I get the philosophy, but that dog don't hunt right well, literally for you, it, it, doesn't. It, it doesn't work and it will will never work in the modern world you got to uh, bottom line bottom you got line. too many enemies that will come and tear you let to shreds come. let them come You're, you know a, a million guys with ar-15 is a deterrent but rockets well, it's, it's closer to 45 million to shame, but yeah. right
0: and then again, like you already have dereg- so much gun regulation in New York and California. It's not going to take hardly anything for Russia to come into New York and China to come into California right now.
2: And it but is because of those subs off of our the coast, own, keep them at bay.
0: Those it is our pointed own, in
2: Moscow and Beijing. It is our own federal
0: government. It is our own state government. And nuclear arms are no longer... They don't hold power. There are weapons that can blast those out of the sky before they even reach Apache. Most of them. Laser-based weapons, energy-based weapons, they exist.
2: Do they do. In space,
0: they're ready to go. Oh. There's no such hey. thing as
2: launching nukes at people anymore. So, okay. So, fine. I'll, I'll, I'll trade you all the nukes for some of them space lasers. Yeah. But I want the space lasers. Right, I want something that's going to kick them. my enemy's ass if I need it, and that's the bottom you line. To, that's what, my you point. got enemies, we dude.
0: We don't need to kick enemies from over there. We don't need to send our weapons there. If they want to come here and tumble, no, no, let's go. No,
2: get, no, like I, said, I like the space laser. I'm trading Things the nukes is. for the space laser. All right, let's be clear. I want space laser. You have changed my mind. I am fucking okay. pro space laser. Come on, guys. I'm starting on, on, on the fucking space lasers. I'm all right. Hoplite no, no, is it. going hot, to branch hot, into space. Hot lasers. Space I lasers will cook on, the shit out of AJ with the space lasers. I mean, I'm about I, that. space
1: lasers.
2: I had a See whole that, line of questions. You, for you actually created a bigger problem by telling me about space lasers because now I'm going to take over the goddamn world with that shit.
0: Well, that's the, that's unless they unless they can take your satellites out before you, can I'm use having it
2: fun with you. The right, can but that's that's. that's I'm just saying that
0: there is hey, no absolute hey. power at all, and if there is, no
2: one person or group.
3: All of in people, good humor, guys. All yeah, that's, I'm that's, good I'm humor. I'm just saying in yes,
2: reality, yes. I, I don't seriously. ask idea. space lasers. Nor can I make a phone call when we get off to to obtain them. No, but no. It, it makes. Well, I mean, good you could go
0: find a charger. I mean, you know.
2: I like it. Uh, I like space lasers. You have sold okay. me on if nothing else, you have sold me on space lasers. Self-governance, self I trust me. We are 100% self-governance
3: with space lasers.
2: Yeah, self-governed space, space lasers, lasers that don't
0: harm anybody. I love it. Let's go with that one. Well,
1: but no, I mean and 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 all this stuff aside, you know, there's there has I think still been a lot of really good points you know laid out here tonight. You know, Stephen, I I do align a lot with your ideas of self-governments i do you mean you've had these conversations a lot and and but believe it or not like i see i really see you two seeing more eye to eye than you than even you two i think realize with each other and oh yeah and and at the end of the at the end of the day you know like we we really do want the same kind of thing and what i guess inspires me about the thing that lyman's got going on and the way that he's going about I guess taking the steps, people are always looking for the who's first, who's gonna do it, how is it gonna happen? Well, ladies and gentlemen, I think that if it if one person takes these steps forward to I guess even bring the secession of sovereignty to one place, right. it can it, it can it protect- can yeah. It can it can start a domino toppling effect, you know. Even say,
2: just to make the idea more mainstream.
1: Yes, yes, because you know what, Not you're right.
2: Like
1: a... You're right there where you said Texas, Montana does it first. Well, Texas is like, well, well, shit, we got to do it next, and then yeah, other states just. I'd start rather go to Montana
3: up. than Texas anyway.
1: Agree. Okay, yeah.
0: Yeah, Tomato, tomato.
1: I get yeah,
3: it. Yeah, I'd rather go to Montana than Texas. What's what's I've been both places. going? Montana's better. What's
0: keeping you. What's keeping you from going to Montana and voting for Lyman? Uh,
3: I have. There's. I have a. It's a, <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a long it's a long story, okay? On the spot with that. I'll tell you when we're done recording.
2: I'll tell you
0: when we're done recording. I'm all about long tails, though. I'm just saying, like, who's keeping you from doing that? Because I know who it is.
2: Uh oh. Uh oh. I maybe no? Just, and... like,
0: just like. This person keeps me from moving to Texas at any given moment.
3: Oh I no have- no 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 no! It it it's not her specifically. It there's there's something else. I'll tell you when the, I'm not putting this oh, out. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, I, just, yeah. I just
0: want to make the point that it really is you, sir. You, oh no, sir. it's
3: not me. It's not me. But okay. will we'll, we'll we'll I'll I, tell you.
0: I said, who's keeping you from going? Not your family.
2: <laughs> you know, I, I will oh. say this. Yeah. When when, when I was called to montana
1: yes sir
2: i told my wife i said the kids and i are moving to montana and you're welcome to <laughs> come. now she knew i was joking because there's no way i'd leave her behind but i made the point mm-hmm. that way, right like this is what we're doing and sometimes you you got to do that now you're self-employed you work from home so you got some options you, your friend might have a point about getting up and getting to montana hey, i'm
0: self-employed as well And And I'm happy to help
2: anybody. Here's here's one thing I want to say when I got 1% left on my phone. I am a Montana missionary. You want to move to Montana, I'm happy to help you in any way that I can. Whether that's be helping you find a job, connect with people, look for property, uh, whatever it is, I literally am a Montana missionary because of the reasons I said before, there is strength in numbers.
0: And that's that's something definitely marketable to people that they can grab onto and say, "Hell yeah!" Yep, God, I right. just said that
2: like Joe from uh, Idiocracy, didn't I? No,
1: no, you I know, believe what? that
2: I, time can come I, again.
1: I sounds okay. good. I like it, Lyman. You know, and I, and I, I think you know, I understand you're losing your power or whatever, and I hope people are, You know, out there are listening, that if this is what you're looking for, then that is what I encourage you to do: is take the advice of this man that's right here and. Figure out how to get yourself to Montana so that you can join him and making it your sovereign nation that you're that you're after the thing that, you know, if you're if you're aligning with this right here, I think this is for you. And I mean, even Mm -hmm. even though I do have different beliefs and stuff in some some aspects, I actually believe in this and I, I love this idea. My argument is, Stephen, is I'm not a cold guy. That's why I've ended up in this hot area (laughs) that I am. And to be honest with you, that's why I'm
0: shooting for Texas, man. To be
1: (laughs) be honest with you, as as inspirational as it is here with Lyman, he damn well could push this pirate to want to start doing the same thing down here in the South. You know what I'm saying? Just maybe in a different route because, as me and Bandit say all the time, it's going to turn into balkanization.
2: That's the only way. You don't need to share a border to to fall under the same banner.
1: That's right. Yeah, exactly. That's right. That's right. You know, and and, on that one for sure. And and so I hope I hope everybody give, takes the time to go over there and check out what Lyman's got going on, and if it interests you guys, that's,
2: that's Come to Northwest you need to Montana. That is where you hey, want to be. Check out Glacier National Park, Flathead I Lake, really Old Town, easy. Kalispell.
1: Well, Lyman, of course, I I greatly appreciate you coming on this evening, sir. And you know, I'm I appreciate I'm, I'm, you I'm, I'm sad your sad your phone's dying. And you know, if you want to keep on with You've got some support here, man. You want to make announcements about your your run and things that you want to do with stuff like that, or have a have a platform to get the word out there. This one's going to do it for you. Sir, I appreciate. It. I stand with you on this, man. I think what you're doing is very it. very noble and and. Are well, you going to start somewhere? I appreciate. I, I'm
2: I, good. Men do nothing.
1: I appreciate you looking out for humanity because that's yep. something I can at least look at and say, right on, sir.
2: And I can tell you genuinely, I am just trying to do my part.
1: Well, that's, you know, as humble as you I mean, are, sir. I think it's beautiful. I do. like That's, that's all you can do. That's right. Yeah. That's it. Well, of course, you guys, you know, I'll, I'll have some good links for you on some of this stuff because I want you guys to read all that good constitutional stuff. You know, um, Lyman, did you have any last words for you before you vanished?
2: I think I've said it all a couple all right. times over.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, that's <laughs> beautiful, uh, Steven, You got anything good for me before we get ready to stop? Uh, I just, I just hope that
0: the next time you're on, I can be on too, and we can, we can sharpen some more iron. How about that? Yeah.
1: Oh. Oh yes, I got a yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Bandit, so you got anything for me before we stop recording? I got
3: nothing. I, I got nothing, man. I, it very rarely do, do I get an episode to where I just uh, I get to sit in the background and listen. <laughs>
1: very right? man. No, no. this, really this, this was good no I've, I've it's good i've had a good night tonight and i really mean it you know i i, I know we do have some, dis- some disagreements and some of the things and as crazy that's as that's good out. though it is no yeah, it's good though it's okay to disagree it is and but the the best part of it is, the best part of it is that to me though is that at the core bottom end of this is that we're all looking for that the one thing, thing and that is to make sure that the people behind us not even us but the people behind us are living in less tyranny than we are today that is my goal Mm -hmm. i don't want the ones that are going to be my grandchildren and great-grandchildren to have to go sign up to eat their bugs or live in their pod like i want them to live on our land out in the swamp somewhere if that's where it ends up being because that's just how it's going to be so
3: not the swamp
0: (laughs) hey we can drain it
1: we can <laughs> oh, my Dude, no. oh my god oh so, my god! but of course you guys know before I s- i sign out i've always got to have a good one for you so uh yeah here we what go did, uh, mm-hmm. and, and 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 i'm not going to take that one that you gave me afterwards i got just i found another one for my own thing so. that
3: was a good one though admit on. that that was a what, good one
1: that was real good that was real good so but what did uh what did the first mate see down the toilet
3: the captain's log
1: Oh, no.
2: You guys have a great (laughs) night. Thank you.